good this way comes. Well, more like shambles. You're listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hello, Runner Fives. It's Lindley here, and I'm here with Liz today for episode 26 of Podcast Detected. And today we will be talking about season four predictions. Woohoo! It will get very spoilery when we talk about the predictions, but first there are some fandom news, which will be not spoilery, I guess, so you can listen to them. Yay! (laughs) Even if you have not finished season three. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, first up in fandom news is obviously um, they... Six to Start kind of quasi-announced the release of season four. They said in a tweet that um, Maximilian Carnage showed me uh, it'll be out within a month. So I'm looking forward to it. I think we all are. I think we're all getting really antsy at this point. I, I think it's a shorter season as well this year. So it's it'll probably, the duration will probably be till the same, like late August, September is when it ends, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But it'll be soon, and that's what really matters. <laughs> Finally, yes! Um, on Next on Phantom News, the Cards Against Humanity then usually is in the end of each month. Uh, Anna, let us know that it will be next Saturday. So mm-hmm. a week too late, but it will be next Saturday. Check out our... Tumblr and Twitter, then we will announce the exact time when we will play, and it's going to be fun, so join us next Saturday. And I can join this time too, because I have to stay home and study, so that'll be my study break. What else did we have in Fandom News? There was a great post made by a person, a Tumblr uh, user, called Warp Stage Left? Ah, yeah. Warp Stage Left. Yeah, I think it's like Vorp, like the Doctor Who TARDIS sound. Oh, okay, okay. So this person uh, made uh, some items that you can download for this Animal Crossing game mm-hmm. that neither of us have, has played. So yeah. <laughs> we have no idea what exactly it is, but you can download Zombies Run themed uh, shirts and stuff, maybe for your Animal Crossing character, I guess. Yeah. yeah um, so. so that's pretty cool if you play that game. I might have to look into it just because, but I don't actually know what it is. So, And we will put the link to that Tumblr post in the description. So if yep. you want to have a Zombies Run Animal Crossing crossover thing, then you can, I guess. <laughs> Make your own able township if you can do that. If that's a thing you could do, I don't. I feel so old and unknowledgeable right now. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I know that it's something for the Nintendo DS, and I'm a uh, PlayStation okay. Portable girl. So, I my Sorry. DS was stolen in freshman year of college, so I am neither right now. I I didn't know there were other games to play on a DS uh, other than Pokemon, so I thought that was the only thing you get it for. Well, they have Mario and stuff. That's important, too. <laughs> oh, I can play that on my old Game Boy Color. No, not Game Boy Color. Game Boy Pocket. That's what I have. Thank you oh, very much. Oh, wow. That's even better. It was enough better. for me as a kid, so <laughs> it's enough now. <laughs> 
We're just aging ourselves. Uh, yeah. Uh, more stuff. Uh, we got a tweet from a person that's called hmm, Steph Ayers. Uh, I Steph Steph Wraith Steph Wraith. I talk to you all the time, but I don't know how to pronounce your name. So, um, yeah. And uh, this person <laughs> asked us, uh, will there be more Podcast Detected shirts going on sale in the future? I guess you're talking about the Podcast Detected t-shirts that we got for our Indiegogo backers. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing, not at the moment. So they were kind of exclusively for the Indiegogo people. Uh, but we have been discussing the possibility of maybe setting up an online store or something in the future. We're not sure if we will do it or when we will do it and how we will do it because it's not that easy. But um, yeah, if we ever get to it, <laughs> then of course the will the Indiegogo like the great podcast detected T-shirts will also be there. Yeah, I mean, I think we should. I think that would be cool. But yeah, once again, it was one of the prizes for the Indiegogo people, so I don't want to make it less special. And they are great T-shirts. So fantastic. Yeah. Sleepy Empress did an amazing job and everyone who contributed did such an amazing job. And so, uh, yeah. for those people who we sent the t-shirts to, if you want to send us a picture of you with the t-shirt, we would appreciate it. We got a few pictures and you all look amazing. Yep. Ready to go run from some zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, next on my list for zombie news is, yeah, uh, on Twitter, Maximilian Carnage um, linked us to a tweet and suggested to do a top 10 list of most emotionally powerful missions, and we might actually do that. I think that's a really good idea, though it would be kind of hard to order them 1 to 10, because the top 5 for me are all kind of jumbled together in a sobbing mess, so... We could we could do some kind of survey. Yeah. And Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, and then we would have, as Maximilian pointed out, we would have to maybe separate it by season because of course season three has a lot of emotional powerful missions and season yeah. one was much shorter, so we might have to split that up. So Yeah. Listeners That's a good idea. Any, if you have any ideas how to do that or if one of you wants to do it then let us know and then we can coordinate. And Yes, and then we'll get you your list of the most emotionally charged missions and you can just run through your tears. I mean, we all know number one is going to be Mildred, so... <sighs> Not everybody is as emotional about Mildred as you. We got a few replies about the fandom meetup that Devin and Anna suggested a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a really cool idea. Liz and I obviously won't be able to go, but uh, Devin and Anna can probably set some stuff up and they can get back to you when... I know it's exam period right now, so it might be a little while, but I I think it would be really cool, especially since not everyone got to partake in the last meetup. Yeah, and that, like obviously Austria will not be the best choice for location. Yeah. yeah. 
unfortunately. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. Well, but uh, we just wanted you guys to know that we got your messages and we uh, are still on it. Well, not Lily and me, but definitely yeah. Anna and Zalia. So. Speaking of meetups, actually, this just reminded me, um, tickets for Nine Worlds, which are going to have Zombies Run panels, have just gone up in price, but um, I just bought my ticket. So if you want to join, I know Zali is going to be there, and I know I'm going to be there at the least. Um, it's in London in early August, so that's kind of why you would have to plan now. But um, if you want to join, I think Zalia and I were tossing around getting... Uh, doing a Airbnb flat together or getting a hotel room. So if you want to do that, get in contact with me or with anyone else and we can look into it because I've never been to London before and I want to have a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, and speaking of Zalia, today we are good at the segue stuff. Yeah. We suck at the technical stuff. <laughs> because listeners, this is actually our third attempt to... Uh, is it just the third? It feels like so much more. Yeah, because we always had a lag. Skype let us yeah. down, FaceTime. So we are actually on the phone with yep. each other at the moment. <laughs> so, like, oh, so good we're in the same country. Uh, Zalia updated the Delicious account. Uh, and mm -hmm. that, for us, that was kind of a good chance to remind you guys there is a Delicious account, which is an index mm -hmm. about most of the fanfic written about Zombies Run. So there are links to all the fanfic, I think, on Tumblr, fanfiction.net, and archive of our own. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind that um, it is kind of easy to miss things, especially since Tumblr, Tumblr gets hungry for Zombies Run stuff and eats it sometimes. So if your stuff isn't in there, don't get offended. It was probably just a little mishap, but let us know and we'll add you to it because we don't want anyone to be left out. And there are a ton of amazing amazing art and writing and sound and stuff out there so then there's one more running related event i wanted to talk about because zombies run fans are also usually runners there was today actually was the wings for life world run 2015 that's kind of a big international event where everybody in different parts of the world runs at the same time so i, uh, I think in japan it was uh, during the night and here it was in the afternoon and in the states it was uh early morning does that work yeah i guess so all of the people run at the same time which is kind of cool and um there is no set distance so you don't run five or ten kilometers and there's also no time so it's, it's basically it's a really cool concept so you start running and the finish line is chasing you, like the zombies in Zombies Run, because um, there are cars, the so-called catcher cars, and they will start 30 minutes after the runners, and they will start with 15 kilometers an hour, and then they will just catch up with the runners, because the pace will increase over time. So, you know, after a while, they will naturally catch up to you, and as soon as the the uh, catcher car catches up to you, the race is over. And it's a charity run. You can watch it online. I watched it for hours today. <laughs> so check out wingsforlifeworldrun.com and there will be another Wings for Life World Run next year. So maybe a few uh, Zombies Run fans will participate. 
Yeah, we could always get a group together and do that yes. and do Snapchats as we go or something. It's running and it's charity, so and you don't have to be super fast. There are people in wheelchairs who are also competing. It's it's great. It sounds really cool. So we'll look next year. That's a ways off into maybe getting a group together for that. That'd be cool. And uh, one last thing. Uh, again, about the New York meetup. <laughs> you guys might remember that uh, Devin and Anna did not get in. But uh, there was a listener who goes by the name Jean, a.k.a. Able Township Survivors on Tumblr, who was so nice to send us a summary of what happened. And we are going to play that for you now, and then we will take you over to the main topic of this, this episode. Hey guys, it's Sean, aka Able Township Survivors on Tumblr. Since Anna and Devin couldn't make it to the New York meetup, I wanted to provide a summary to the listeners. I arrived promptly at 7.30 and I instantly recognized Matt. They were all wearing Able Township Semper Curans red shirts. I was wearing my Radio Able hoodie, as well as most everyone else. After saying hello to Matt, he introduced me to Alex, Adrian, and another runner five, Dan. Dan asked Adrian about a pretty cool idea of a marathon training version of Z- ZR. Adrian did not promise that it would be made, but he said it would be interesting. I met a few more runner fives like Melissa, Jessica, Jasmine, and a few more. Sorry, memory does not serve me well. It was so cool to geek out with others. More confirmation that I was not the only one to tear up and cheer at the end of season two. Adrian, of course, had the latest update for Zombies Run on his iPhone 6. It reminds me of the 2.0 update with a dark blue list of the missions. He did not show us the developments of the base builder or the list of missions for Season 4, unfortunately. Adrian did mention that they were thinking of creating an actual Zombies Run 5K run in New York in the future, which would be awesome. Adrian and Matt were in New York for Alex's wedding, as well as for business. Not sure what that can mean, and he did not elaborate. Matt told us that before Season 1 was released, they were really close to nabbing Nathan Fillion as a voice actor, but it got tied up in the bureaucratic nightmare of booking a famous celebrity. Everyone stayed until midnight, when the crowd dwindled to a handful of us. I had to leave due to a long two-hour drive home, as well as work in the morning, but I did not want that night to end. I'm very glad I got pictures with Adrian, Matt, and a few friends. It was a great small meetup, and I hope there is more to come in the future. So listeners, we are now going to talk about season four. Um, So if you uh, have not finished season three, be aware that you might get spoiled. So Mm -hmm. we're... It's not our fault. <laughs> Big spoiler warning. <laughs> don't blame us. Don't, yeah, don't blame us. <laughs> so uh, a while ago, I want to talk about that. First, a while ago, uh, we made a, a silly season four prediction about uh, Runner 5 opening a bakery to get rid of the zombies. <laughs> and 5 giving them diabetes with tasty cupcakes. So that was... I still hope that's what's going to happen. I mean, it's probably very accurate. I think that's the most reasonable prediction. 
out of all of them. <laughs> a zombie bakery. Oh, that's good. That's good. A sun Yes, awesome. So six to start. We've figured you out. We we've got it. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now before we get into serious season four predictions, let me uh, tell you the only thing that I know about season four. At the London meetup, at the V&A event in London, when we had the honor uh, to meet Naomi Alderman. I asked her, oh, well, in season four, everybody will be happy and nobody will die and everybody who died will come back and everything <laughs> will be fine. And then she looked at me and then she laughed in a, in, in a very, very evil way. So make of that what you will. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, um, I, I, I really think... She has a bit of a sadistic side to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's hope uh, let's hope uh, nothing bad will happen. Yes, it'll all be sunshine and daisies. Yeah, we got a few uh, season four predictions. Do you want to read them out? Yes, um, the first one we got was from Maximilian Carnage, um, and it says speculation for season four: more flashbacks and alternative perspective missions. Runner five abroad. Indeed, I think it'd be interesting to see a Brit bringing freedom back to America. <laughs> it would be um, yeah. interesting to go to other locations. Definitely, I think yeah, because we went to London, and I think with after the end of season three, there has to be more travel because if we're actually working on spoilers as usual, finding a cure, um, I think it's going to involve a lot of like cross networking with people all across Europe, wherever we can get to. So, um, we also, do you want to read out Just a Potted Plant? Oh yeah, I can read it out. Um, Just a Potted Plant send us a message. I predict that at some point five will appear to die to the citizens of Abel and five will dramatically walk, will walk dramatically into their own funeral. I think that one shot of Argon walking through the doors in the two towers. <laughs> I love the way you think. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a very, very good possibility. And it, could, it could actually be easily done. Like if, if um, for example, the, the headset, Five's headset breaks and, and yeah. Five can only hear... Um, Sam and Maxine and Janine and so on talking, but cannot answer, <laughs> as if Five ever answered. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, we could still get the story while people think that Five's dead. That would be, that would yeah. be kind of cool. I like that. Ooh, if it was season four, mission nine, that would be great. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Just, but it's not, it's not season, it's not uh, mission nine anymore, Lindley. Oh, right, because they changed yes, everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's still mission nine to me. It's always going to be mission nine in my heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now let's go to our own predictions about season four. I generally think the story will get smaller. You know, yeah. we, we did set up a lot of plots and plot storylines in the first two and three seasons, and we kind of solved many of them. 
in mm-hmm. the se- in season three. So I guess that we will have fewer storylines and fewer characters because we had so many characters in season three. Oh my god! Yeah, it did get kind of confusing with the uh, voice actors that were the same as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I also think that. This will be the season where we will get more answers than new questions. Yeah, and I think they kind of hinted to that too in their um, posts recently or about a month ago where they were describing upcoming season four um, because they're not having as many Mm -hmm. missions this time. They're kind of trying to keep it more concise Mm. and linear. And I think that'll be really helpful, especially um, because... if you're not running every single day or running multiple missions a day, it can get kind of confusing as to what's going on sometimes. But maybe that's just me. But No, no, I, I yeah. understand. Especially with the same voice actors voicing different characters. Yeah. Um, I also think that we kind of solved the, the, the big mystery of how the zombie apocalypse started. Didn't we? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was the whole Comances and, and Moonchild storyline. So I think we're more or less done here. Like, well, with the exception, Moonchild said they made me do it. So, I mean, we still have to have the Umbrella Corporation <sighs> say it was all their fault. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to think about no. that because it really annoyed me. I think I even talked about it on a podcast video. Yeah, you did. No, I actually, I really think, um, this is my prediction, I think we're going to go back to stuff that was referenced in the first season and then the 5K app, especially with um, food contamination and netrophil and all of that stuff. Because I I really think so. I'm such a conspiracy theorist on this. But, like, there have been enough references just planted throughout Mm. the story, even though it's kind of gone to the wayside, that... There's been enough that I really think if it's not at the beginning of the season, it has to come back up because the people, the writers at Six to Start are just so intelligent. They wouldn't put those references in for nothing. But, you know, I'm not, I I hope because I really like the Netrophil thing. But then again, I'm not sure if the Netrophil thing wasn't just supposed to be something more linked to... Um, the story, like the part of the game that was interactive with um, other yeah. social media, like you could write an email, you could follow them on Twitter and stuff. So, um, and they they dropped this aspect of the game. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they had to, if they had something in mind with Natrophil and this aspect of the game and then they had to drop it. So they added this one throwaway line in season three about the one character who was kind of nuts and followed this uh, conspiracy group. So I'm, I'm not sure if that's something that they had to drop. I hope not. I I don't know if they'll do all of the social media stuff, but... I don't know, just from, granted, I'm not some literature student who actually knows what she's talking about, but I feel like in most um, really well-written uh, media, you things aren't referenced unless they're going to come up later. And I feel like that mm. throwaway line that was going to be so important, and that was an indicator like, well, maybe it's not Netrophil, maybe it's some other 
branch of something, like some huge conspiracy group that kind of got, once this all started, gained more power and is kind of controlling everything now. And I, I, I really still think it's going to come up, even if it doesn't use all of the other outside-the-game aspects anymore. I hope, I hope. I hope so, too. Because um, <laughs> it bothers me. Yeah, me too. Um, what else? Yeah, I think uh, that um, a lot of season four will be focusing on the zombie, like finding a cure. Because we mm -hmm. had hints in the end of season three that Veronica found, um, you know, found some hints that the zombie apocalypse happened before. And yeah. somehow stopped. And, I mean, I kind of, I would love to have flashbacks to that area. You know, like yeah, like special missions where you run as a runner hundreds of years ago. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I, because... I like that idea. We do have flashbacks to, to the zombie outbreak. Uh, so, yeah. I, I like that. That would be cool. And I think that would be... A big plot in in season four yeah even just like one or two like they did the halloween episodes the second season like one or two missions that aren't connected where you're in you know the 1500s or something that would be really cool or race like the race missions maybe so they yeah. kind of they are canon but they don't i mean they add another aspect and new characters yeah but you don't necessarily have to run them mm -hmm. no, that would be great i i really like that idea that's really cool good idea liz we should email six to start immediately i, I don't think they will <laughs> take our predictions and to be honest <laughs> i think i've read uh that suggestion a few times in in the text already like oh, i don't really? think i'm the only one who had this idea i think this has been mentioned many times already so <laughs> yeah oh i've been kind of disappearing from the tags lately because i've been so busy so i have maybe i've just missed it but i really like that idea that's really cool um what else oh yeah that will be uh because that's like one of the big things that we didn't solve in season three was the storyline about janine and her brother mm, yeah I think that's he's definitely going to pop up somewhere again. And cause chaos. And I'm not sure how. Yeah, of course. Ooh, what if he... Oh, he's... Okay, this is probably accurate because Six to Start loves to make us cry. And yeah, um, he's probably going to find some way to get inside Abel. And whether intentionally or unintentionally he's going to probably have something to do with, like, letting some zombies into the township and cause a lot of chaos. Uh, yes, another thing. Um, that was kind of a cliffhanger. It was kind of left open in the end of season three. What about Simon? Yeah. And Amelia and everyone, like... I mean, I think it's... There were a lot of... But yeah, Simon specifically. There were a lot of people who just kind of left and aren't coming back. Yeah, maybe. But no, Simon will probably be coming back. I think I'm not sure that he's ever going to die. Congratulations, Simon. You've got your wish. 
we kind of agree. We all think that Simon will come back, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of he's too that he's too kind of integral of a character at this point. Like people adore him or people like love to despise him. And you just, he's a really well-written character at this point and you don't want to get rid of that. So I think he'll definitely be coming back. Yeah. And then it will, it will make a big, will be like a big, um, either a big badass moment where he will be against Abel or he will, turn up in, you know, crowning moment of awesome and save somebody. Yeah, I think that the second one is very, very likely. Save Janine <laughs> from her brother who still wants to murder her. Or something. Actually, probably. <laughs> it would be cliche, but it would be kind of cool. I mean, yes, finally seeing them admit their true love for each other. <laughs> through saving her well, life. I know a lot of people <laughs> would be very happy about that. Uh, should we wrap it up with something a bit more fun and cute? What about Maxine like, Paula? I was just about to say, like, the baby. <laughs> um, If they have another season where they are torn apart and unhappy, I am going to march to London myself and slap every single person at six to start in the face. I will be so mad. <laughs> I mean, I, on the one hand, I'm like, that's so cute. Like Maxine and Paula having a baby, being happy. And at the same time, I'm like, it's the zombie apocalypse. You can't have a kid. I know, it's going to cause Wait a lot of trouble, I think. Wait for a few years when uh, everything is has settled down and there was an infrastructure again. This is crazy. Well, you know what they say. There's never a right time to have a child. Well, the zombie apocalypse is definitely <laughs> a wrong time. But it's cute and I'm really, really... I would love to have uh, a, a baby in the story. Not, not, yeah. not a kid, looking at you, Karina. Not Karina. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, imagine a small baby growing up in Avo Township and everybody just dotes it. And uh, daunting on it, yeah. Daunting, oh. that's the word I was looking for. Not doting. <sighs> no, it would be doting. Daunting is a different word. I was wrong. Yes! I know. No, you're right, doting. Daunting is, like apprehension i wonder if the season four will start off where season like start where season three left off uh yeah like they did between season two and it, three yeah but then I, i mean and then we would get the whole pregnancy storyline which would not be that interesting i guess because yeah i mean paula and maxine both uh, are scientists and and maxine is a doctor so she kind of knows what's happening so you know that wouldn't be many surprises yeah. uh and we did kind of wrap up the moonchild thing so there could be a break of about a year or something or half a year uh between yeah. the seasons yeah if she was like in her last trimester or something because i do think we'll see we'll have to do a mission with the actual birth of the child because that's kind of a huge moment and we have to go get supplies or something i think 
it's realistic to assume that that's going to happen. So they won't just skip to, oh look, this baby's already here. Wow. But yeah. But on the one hand, it would be super dramatic having, a, you know, a person somewhere in danger and we need to help and then suddenly the baby comes and nobody knows what to yeah. do. <laughs> and at the same time, isn't it kind of cliche, like whenever there is a pregnant woman in some kind of locked area, then she immediately goes into labor. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's probably going to happen that we're out on a run with uh, Maxine. No, with Paula. Sorry. I got their names mixed up for a second. We're out on a run with Paula and then we just get Sam freaking out because apparently Maxine has gone into labor like a week early or something. And Paula will freak out as well. Yeah. <laughs> and Runner 5 will be running just, you know. Quietly and not saying anything. Don't, don't get me involved in your family stuff. I wasn't even supposed to be here. I'm still supposed to be at Mullen. <laughs> they don't take me <laughs> back anymore. I just want to go home. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, but that'll that'll be an interesting storyline. The, uh, they could also potentially do it, this isn't as likely, but a time skip of a year or two. So you have a little toddler running around. No, no toddlers. such a pain in the no, ass. No, 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 no. A baby, it can cry. That's fine. <laughs> a, adding baby cries, that's, that's okay. I can live with that. Just not too fond of the small children. Like, I'm, I'm fond of... Actual small children, so just... just not in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, I really hope that it will not just be, you know, red herring that they will actually have that because I really think it would be cute. Yeah, it would be great, and I think it could actually cause some, uh, create some really good, like, two or three episode arcs. Oh, one more thing, I just remembered. I want to have in. Zombies run season four because we didn't have that earlier. That would be a like a, a two or three uh, mission story about some kind of natural catastrophe. Yeah, an, an earthquake, maybe breaking a dam or breaking the fresh water reservoir. Is that how I pronounce yeah, it reservoir. in English? I have no idea. Uh, or a, a forest fire, for example. Because just imagine outrunning a forest fire or you have to get uh, something before the fire catches you. That would be great. We don't have to run away yeah. from people or zombies every time. You could even... It could be like a forest fire in a certain area that only these plants grow, the, like the blue flowers or something, and we need to get some of those for the cure or something like that so it could work into the storyline yeah but granted i don't know what natural disasters are common in england so i don't know what if a forest fire is realistic like i don't know what would work but i know there are no tornadoes yeah well no no <laughs> i mean forest fires can have can happen everywhere I mean, they, they're, not, they're not like Australian forest fires where half yeah. burns down, but forests can burn down. Yeah, I'm just thinking England's always rainy, right? So I don't know. And in black and white. <laughs>
So I think that might be all of our predictions. I mean, I still I still want to see a run of five versus Kasulu storyline, but I'm not sure if I will get it. <laughs> or maybe, maybe. It, it's a possibility. You can never tell. There was a giant kraken in season three. Yes, so. and when it appeared, I was like, oh, I want Kasulu. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's... That's that's the real source of the zombie apocalypse, right there. Kasulu. <laughs> Yes. Or the apocalypse. You know, like with all the... Thanks, Obama. <laughs> with all the angels <laughs> and, and stuff. <laughs> and then everybody will ask Phil for help because he knows stuff yes. about religion. <laughs> oh! That's how Simon's gonna come back. <laughs> <laughs> As a Lazarus. It's kind of a Lazarus figure. <laughs> oh, that would work. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, uh, do we, we have any thoughts about what's uh, to come of radio mode? Um, are Phil and Zoe coming back from the island, do you think? Because we know Jack and Eugene are not. Um, I mean, we know that Jack and Eugene are not doing radio able anymore. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that was kind of... It's not only word of God, it's also in the store. Because they don't need to anymore. Because... Radio Able yeah. was basically a way for Jack to give Eugene something to do. Uh, well, um, I, I'm not sure if Zoe and Phil actually need to come back from the island. We know that they will appear again. But yes. we don't know. Uh, they could still be on the island, right? Yeah. And we know that they will, will appear. And what I guess what will happen, because they said they would change the format... So I had the mm-hmm. idea that maybe um, we will have, you know, a better radio system or something with a more, with a higher, how, how do I say now? Like it will reach a... Like a wider range, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> at least I have one native speaker with me. <laughs> so it will have a wider range. So I think it would be fun to listen to a lot of different radio shows from all over the world and then we could have phil and zoe every now and then yeah that but we could also too. listen to that one guy he was so cool i loved him the guy from the united states who used with all the all sounds <laughs> sound effect and he was so over the top it was amazing <laughs> it was kind of like European people imagine Americans are. So that was cool. Um, or we could have French. <laughs> I don't know French. how to feel about that comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cliches, cliches. Uh, and a French radio station or a, a Scandinavian radio station. That would be cool. It would be really cool if they were in the native languages too. Like, so all of a sudden you can't understand them unless you speak those languages. And it's just like some gibberish to everyone like me who only speaks two languages that would be great that would be so cool (laughs) that would be no that would be i really love that idea but then again uh they would have to i mean they could have people who just speak the other language yeah right but this is a bit pet peeve of mine if you find english native speakers who just happen to also speak french or italian or german yeah and have them speak french or italian or german because you're not fooling anybody <laughs> everybody can hear that it's not their mother tongue that's like me pretending to be 
I'm from Texas. Yeehaw. And like, everybody will hear that I'm not. <laughs> hey, one time I convinced someone that I was a German person living in Austria. So Yeah, but now? that's because you, you live you live in that country. So <laughs> I mean, if they found actual people from that country to to do uh that radio shows, that would be amazing. I do not want to hear any British or American people pretending to be French or Italian or whatever. It is uh, terrible. I, I hate it a lot. So if they do that, then I would be super disappointed <laughs> and I probably would not be able to listen to it. Yeah. And I mean, they do have a wide enough like base of listeners that... Mm they could choose from like they could just contact any one of the listeners from that country and ask hey do you want to help us out do a couple quick segments for us like so i think that's definitely a really cool idea that i would enjoy and be confused by i i, I would love it and it would kind of encourage people to get in touch with each other because then we would have to go on facebook and twitter and tumblr yeah. And find people. I mean, I know there are a few people in the fandom who are from Sweden, I think. Yeah. We have a couple um, people from Denmark as well. I yes. Think. And uh, we would have to get in contact with these people. I'm like, hey, okay, you know, can you can you give us a translation of what that is? Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I love that idea. I That's really, really cool. Okay, so we have to email six to start about that. The Cthulhu thing. A couple other things. But then again, they might also record like broadcast in English because I guess if I yeah. was if it's the uh, lingua a, of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, well, I guess if I had a radio station here where I live and I was broadcasting, I would try to broadcast in German and English and French and Italian and every language <laughs> I can think of to make sure that somebody finds me. Yeah. <laughs> but it could be it could be, you know, something completely different. I I don't know if they will even do something radio related. Yeah. I mean, I kind of assumed it would be, but if it's not, I I really don't know what direction they would go. Or do you remember in season 2, Times New Roaming? Mm -hmm. Mission Times New Roaming, which was one of my favorite missions because mm -hmm. It was hilarious, and the name was a great pun. Yes. <laughs> a good pun. Not unlike bad puns. Good pun. There are no bad um, puns. The, the guy here for the New Times magazine, mm -hmm. he uh, was walking around collecting stories, right? Yeah. So what if that will be our new, instead of radio mode, we will get recordings of stories of people. Like that would be cool, too. We had in the end of season one. Yeah. That would be cool. I, I mean, I always enjoy listening to the Collins that they have and stuff. This zombie life. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I just think I think I just realized that this zombie life they did mm -hmm. was a parody of This American Life. <laughs> Do you think it was? I think it was. Oh, my Possibly. God. Possibly. Took me two years. Yeah. Yeah, it is, actually. Do yeah. we have any other season four predictions? I don't think so. I think that's it that I can think of right now. But if you guys yeah, have we... some more, always just feel free to get in contact with us um, through Tumblr or email, Twitter, whatever. And we will, we'd love to hear your predictions. 
please be careful and if you send us emails or messages with season four predictions to write season four spoiler in, in front of the message because not all of us have finished season three already. Mm-hmm. And we don't want any of our fellow podcasters to get spoiled by, by your messages. Yep. Next week, we are going to talk about zombie kills. The best, the worst, the ugly. So, amazing in cannons, uh, zombie kills, or amazing zombie kill head cannons, if you want. Head cannons of runners' first kills. That would be good. Oh, that's interesting. Or of, uh, we had that head cannon of Jody killing a, a zombie with. A knitting needle? Yeah, I mean, that has to have happened. Come on. <laughs> but there's a lot of ideas. So, as usual, get in touch with us if you have any. Uh, you have via Tumblr, Twitter, our email, whatever. And I think that's it then. Thanks for listening. Yep. And uh, hear you in two weeks. Yep. Stay safe out there, guys. Stay safe. <laughs> Podcast Detected is a non-profit project Brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected. Or email us at way too many people in a com shack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode.